You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hey, what's going on? Uh, you know what, dude, fans? This is, uh, I know, you want to go right to the video, but that's not going to happen. So I, I've asked for your help before, and I'm asking for it again. I've asked for it with GoFundMes for people's medical bills and, uh, you know, Christmas time for the children's hospital and the toy drives. And you guys have always come through. You're the most generous fans I know. You're unbelievable. And I thank you for that. But I need you to help me once again. My sister Lisa has kidney disease. She's had it most of her life. Uh, around 20 years ago, she got a kidney transplant and it saved her life. But those organs only last for around 16 years. In 2016, that kidney started to fail. And she had to go back on dialysis four times a week. That's where they suck all her blood out, filter it, and put it back in her body. It takes around three hours, three to four hours. They have to stick a... Th- it's, it's, it's just... It's awful. She can't go anywhere because she has to be on dialysis. A flu could take her out. Her immune system is so low that she has to just survive. And that's no way to live. And you can help. If you could go to lisaskidney.com and just read about it. And then maybe click on the link. And if you might be able to fill out the form and see if you could be a donor, that would be great. I know it's it's huge. Dude, you want me to give me a, a, a kidney because I like your podcast? No, I get it. If you don't want to do it, I get it. I understand. But if you could, there's thousands of people that listen to this podcast. There's thousands of people on my social media. There's thousands of people that have seen me over the years and, 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 and like my comedy. So maybe just one of you could do it. That would save my sister's life. So please, if you could just even pass this on. If you push 15 seconds, I get it. I understand. If you already saw the, this commercial I put in front of I, you, I'm not doing Okay. You know, I get it. Move on. Go to the show. Enjoy yourself. But if you can, please, again, lisaskidney.com. Go there. Fill it out. See if you can be a donor or pass it on. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. And maybe one of you can help my sister uh, live a healthy, happy life. And uh, that's it. Thanks. Welcome to the funniest podcast on the planet Earth. This is going to be a clutch to fire. This podcast has no rules. Talking to the mic, asshole. I'm sure I've already said, should I regret Can I get a microphone? No! What the fuck? They always try to keep it like a comic hang. I have a bunch of guys on. It's just us sitting down and yapping. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's intense. No topics, no directions. I love doing it. Don't play both sides of the coin. That's how what a host does, you motherfucker. I'm honored that you think my podcast is popular enough where I might affect somebody's life. You never know. It's Robert Kelly's You Know What Do podcast on Riotcast.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? How are you? It's Aaron Burke filling in for Robert Kelly. He's in Boston eating bean town subs with his family. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a shit kicker. Holy shit, what a beautiful day in New York City. My nuts are stuck to my undercarriage. Beautiful. My God, welcome. Everybody's here. Gabby's here. I told her I want, I'm going to talk normally now. I wanted, uh, I go, I want a hot coffee. And she goes, do you want an iced coffee? And I go, hot. And she thought I meant hot. Like that's sexy. 
So yeah, that's me how I speak. Coffee. Yeah, that yeah. is how I speak. And and I won't drink. Uh, I won't drink an iced coffee. I've never had one, nor will I ever. So thank you for going and getting me a, a coffee. I'm of guest course. hosting today for Bobby Kelly. We'll get to our guests in a second. I want to start the show off with a banger with a quote. I'm reading the Greg Giraldo book right now. If you guys don't know who he is, he is a fantastic news anchor. You can see him all the time on Fox. Uh, he had his own show where he would go into bank vaults and stuff like that. I'm a, I'm a big comedy aficionado. Greg Giraldo, uh, one of the most brilliant comics of our generation, inevitably did not go down masturbating in front of women, but instead drugs took his life. I want to read a quote to you. Nobody really enjoys this fucking comedy gig. Dude, okay, you have a beautiful family and you never get to see them. You're on the road and you're worried about ticket sales and it's an up and down and you feel good. You feel like shit. You feel good. You feel like shit. You're alone. You can't do anything. You can't have sex with anybody. You can't smoke anything. You can't drink anything. You can't snort anything. You're not supposed to eat shitty because you're going to be on TV. So you got to look good. There's nothing. So you basically have to become some sort of superhero. And how do you deal with with that, without some type of spirituality or foundation around you that can help you, you can talk to because we're headline comedians. We're alone. Robert Kelly from the Greg Giraldo book. What a great quote. That is he, a great quote. Wow. He's such a superhero. I'm very excited to be here today. What a, what a great free gig to do. Uh, when it, <laughs> yeah. it takes an hour to you get in. You look like a small Robert Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, a, I was, was going to let my belly hang out. You're the middle leg of the Russian doll. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Guest today, absolutely hilarious. One of the funniest women working in New York City comedy, Miss Katie Hannigan. Hello. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I just, I'm just a few hours hours uh, after therapy so do you go to the same guy that we all go to no i go to a, a julie i go to a julie at the karen Horney clinic ah so you don't have money and uh <laughs> is she good you like seeing a woman therapist um yeah she's she's pretty good it's psychoanalysis so it's not it's not the same as like cognitive behavioral therapy so it's a lot it deals mostly with like the subconscious so it's not like I don't think it's the same as what you guys do, where it's like you talk through stuff, you talk through stuff like I come to a lot of my own conclusions and she only points out like patterns and, and stuff like that. Very subtle stuff. How long have you been going for? Two years. It's working. It, yes, it's working so much. Do you you feel less angry? Did you have a big problem with anger? I had a big problem with like self-hatred. Yeah. But so I've I worked you through do that. For that? What did I do for it? Yeah, I just got I, I I realized why I have it. And then and then I just am like, oh, if I find myself falling back into that pattern, I'm like nice to myself and I'm loving to myself. That's nice. I found the source. And it's on, I grown. didn't fucking introduce you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Bobby. And then he throw this at you and then he need it back because he'd be sweating. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Oh, I, I love him all over the place. <laughs> Mr. Mike Cannon. How are you, Mike? I'm great. I'm I'm a little uh, jarred from that. To be yeah, because he, <laughs> he would yell at you if, if he was here. Probably that was in character. That was great. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I also would have been uh, taken aback by Bobby for sure. Yeah. Would, yeah. He would have been. Uh, he, he's a really nice. Guy, but he's he a presence. He's a presence. Yeah. Now, Katie hasn't been here for a while because she bombed last time. She no, was I here. think I did. I think I did <laughs> no. too well. Mike said, yeah. you remember? I yeah, was Bobby here with doesn't jo reward confidence. I was here with Joe List. Come on. We were going back and Bobby forth. likes to keep people around him that routinely fail so he can feel like the alpha and then constantly cast stones at his under. Is that why so many good people end up leaving the show? And then that's why these <laughs> yeah, guys they are grow here? to a certain level of strength. Oh. I don't think that's it, but I love you, Bobby, and please have me. Gabby is just again. the most durable person on earth. She's super competent and yet can take a fucking beating. I could take a punch. I'm yeah. from the yeah. Jersey Shore. You look like um, very feminist, but not. 
simultaneously. Thank you so much. Do you feel that? I, I think I feel that. And I do look that. Were your parents like staunch Republicans and they're like, you're a woman, but you're going to make it in a man's world. You're a woman, but shut the fuck up. Would they say that? No, no. My parents are hippies. Oh, OK. So yeah. they let you be whatever you wanted to be. Yeah. And here I am. Th- it led you to this. Mm-hmm. Are you happy? Yeah. I'm thrilled. Every day? Every single day. A blessing? A blessing. Get out of bed. You're just hyped to get going. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Gabby, didn't you just have your birthday? I did. Happy birthday. Thanks. How old are you now? I'm 25. Are you having like a quarter life thing? Are you freaking out? No, I feel good. I feel like an adult. It is also super fun that women think you're going to live to 100. Yeah. <laughs> Are you having a quarter life thing? That came about six years ago. Yeah. I can't do math. Are you a woman in Korea? Are you going to live forever? Do they 25. live longer in Korea? Um, not in North Korea. No. <laughs> because they Maybe don't have the, the internet, one. so they don't know how to WebMD shit They also like don't that. have food. Um, <laughs> do you have a boyfriend, Gabby? I don't. No. Girlfriend? No. What, what's your thing? I'm straight. Like boys. Yes. Very rare nowadays. If you had to pick between him, him, and him, which guy would be your I would type? kill myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marry, fuck, kill. kill Nobody kill, bombs kill. on that one. It's awesome. You don't take comics? Uh, no. That took a second. To, so Not there's yes. a lie in there, maybe? Not yet. I don't okay. know. Not yes. Not yet. Good for you. Uh, and where do you live? In Brooklyn. Uh, by yourself or how many roommates? One roommate. Boy or girl? Gay man. Cat? No. Dog? No. Favorite Netflix show? Uh, Gilmore Girls. Huh? Yeah, that's yeah reruns. That's yeah. Cool. How about the Ted Bundy tapes? That was fun. I love that one. Can't yeah. wait to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to it's find out what happens. One of those mindless things yeah. I put on right before bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was watching it intently. I stared into his eyes the whole time. He's got crazy eyes. Could you Are, imagine? Did you find him attractive? Mm, no, only because his, I mean, when you see him on the tapes, he's in the grips of a mental illness. Yeah. Grips. He is really, I mean, his eyes are so insane. He, he looked like Lenny Bruce at the end of his career, just reading from his court documents. Yeah, yeah. when he was representing himself. I mean, that was, I mean, he that jumped was out really of a window. Wild. That was pretty Your awesome. Your yeah. just let me do my bits. Well, that's, what I, that's what I find so that's attractive about him. That's how the law works. Him. I know, it's like he's punch. got potential. I think that's sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would get in his car to help his dog. <laughs> yeah, speaking that's of dogs, how he would trick people, right? Yeah, uh, women do live longer in Korea. So, Boom! wow, wow. We got, someone got fact checked. Heading towards ninety. Very nice. I, that's so weird that my racism was able to spot that. With it's just innate, and it's inside of you because at this point. So I, it's such it, yeah. you're like Bruce Lee in terms of his <laughs> instincts to block a punch. Your racism is so deep in you; it just shoots out without you. It's a yeah, consciously it's almost aware. a superpower. Can I tell you when I was racist recently? And yeah. don't say every day on my show, <laughs> but on my show, I, it's I, Monday through Friday. I had this. I had the, there was a guy at the gym, like a big black guy, and he was like really rude. He's like, "Yo, I was working here like that." But yeah. He left towels. And what'd you say? What is that, the first job you ever had? (laughs) No. I I, I, I backed away. Sorry, I tried to jump on and support. But then, for like an hour, every black person I saw, I wanted to be angry at them because of him. Yeah. But then, after that, I saw like Sheriff David Clark on Fox, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, they're not all bad. And I felt better after that. Who is that? He's this sheriff that goes on. He's he's one of those real pandering black guys. (laughs) It's like, we need more law in this country. But anyway, so I shook my racism after oh, an hour. So it sounds like you were just racist in a different way. <laughs> Correct. There your, is. Yeah, Sheriff David Clark. Was just that was like an SNL character. Yeah. yeah. Like Tim Meadows. <laughs> yeah. You've never watched them? 
I love oh. his. I love his goatee. Yeah, My his, goodness, that's all of his very rich. All of his yeah. flair <laughs> from his TGI Friday waiter job. It's, none of them are real, like uh, cop things at all. He oh, seems cool. Yeah. He seems like he has some progressive ideas Watch. about weed. He's, he's a real, yeah, he's what Yamanika would call the C word for uh, black people. They have a word where they call uh, black people that really pander to the right. And he, he would call them that. They would uh, call him that word. Yeah, yeah, you can't say that word either. <laughs> so the, he'll always defend the president and stuff like this. I don't watch Fox anymore because my wife doesn't let me because she thought it was making me too angry. So I don't get to watch any news at all which means I have to go on Twitter for everything. Yeah, but that's the best because you, then you can kind of check sources and find your own opinion, right? Can you really check sources yeah, on Twitter? you shouldn't watch too much news. It'll just drive you insane. I don't watch any. Her dad watches it all the time and won't shut up. So whenever I talk to her dad, it's all just about like, uh, this Ocasio courts. And it doesn't even pronounce it. <laughs> I, I, I think Twitter is uh, maybe the only kind of healthy medium for information because you can just so quickly see what the opposing views are and then also just find and find journalists that you trust. Yeah. My only news source is Dr. Phil. Yeah, I me just, too. I just watch his show. It's not really news. He just yells at teens. But He's it's still around. Me. That's yeah. news. In a I sense. don't know. There yeah. could be reruns. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's what I've been he's watching. He's just picking the same teen over and over in a mustache. Does uh, he get a percentage of Cash Me Outside? Probably. Oh, I wonder. Oh I, I bet God. they had to, because you know, she's you have to sign a contract, I'm sure. Yeah. You think he manages her or something like that? <laughs> so but his thing. platform was the launch pad for her entire thing. Her catchphrase was created on his show. So does that somehow take ownership of like 10%? I know that network contracts are pretty slimy, but I don't think they would say like, <laughs> whatever you say on this show, we own. Like, if you, yeah, if like, you come up with the new Cowabunga, it's ours. <laughs> I, I mean, can picture up, but like, let's see what Sheriff David Clark had to say about the uh, Trump joke. Okay. Okay. The president was making a joke. Um, a lot of people, Sheriff, by the way, good to have you on the show. Uh, you see the uh, journalists there uh, reporting on it. Lots of focus taken away from the violent gang. Um, they machete and they hack people to death. Again, a distraction uh, due to the, what hack the president people to death, said. Aaron, you the know what Suffolk that's like. The Suffolk County Police Department <laughs> did not like what the president said. They said in a statement, as a department, we do not and will not tolerate roughing up prisoners. That's a picture uh, of him, right? You know, we He's have a number of law enforcement officials not so liking still? what the president the said, making a joke Union about Square. it. Do you think it's okay that he made a joke about police brutality? Well, first of all, let's let's unpack this a little bit. Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, would never suggest he would never put up or tolerate tolerate unethical or unlawful behavior from a, uh, any law enforcement officer. Um, what, what I got out of that, and I'd have to suspend my sensibility to think that he was uh, encouraging that sort of behavior from a law enforcement officer. But when he said, when you see them thrown into the back of a police car or into the back of a paddy wagon, you know what that usually means to me? That person is resisting arrest. And when that happens, law enforcement officers are allowed to use all reasonable force, all reasonable force to get them under control and into custody. So that's what I took out. Yeah, Sheriff, it's, it's sort of... It's well, he yeah. looks kind of like the Klingon from Star Trek, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, minus what? the furrow brow. I forget brow. what that yeah. guy's name Oh, yeah, this guy. Mm -hmm. This guy. Oh, totally. Worf. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the same facial hair, just a different um, forehead uh, ridge. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird. Like, ridge. I've withdrawn myself so much from the, you know, celebrity gossip portion of politics that, like, it's still, I just forget that Trump is the president sometimes. <laughs> and yeah. so, because most of the news is nothing, right? It's all just kind of, you know, editorialized and horseshit and people throwing their opinions back and forth. So, whenever something factual comes out, I try to check in with that. But I never remember that he's actually the figurehead of so our country. 
country. So seeing it is like, oh, that's weird. What news do you actually trust now? Like which what news will you read and just go, oh, this isn't some weird opinionated. None, not really. National Geographic. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It's I they had a great article a few years ago that was about climate change. And it was like because there's such a proliferation of misinformation all over the Internet, you have to have sources that you trust. You have to have sources that are proven to be like trustworthy. And that's one where they're like, we pledge that this is a good one. You can. And they the whole article was about it. But I mean, I've never had. But didn't like think- Rupert Murdoch buy them or something like that? Like some somebody that owns one of the major news corporations just bought them. But they but I mean, they're not like anti-climate change. You know, they're right. still no, like, I, I'm, I'm on board with I think that. National Geographic is one you can trust. But but it's also like, I mean, can you trust anything? Who knows? Because we are in kind of like a dystopia now. Yeah, Fox Spot National Geographic. Yeah. There you go. I, I watched uh, BBC News the other day. BBC, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. is good. And I was like, they seem trustworthy. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the accent that kind of it reels is. you in. It for sure I'm yes. telling the truth, Governor. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't yeah. lie about it's like, it. Oh, it's this like David Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I really bought them. I can't. Everything that I watch now, and I don't know if it was the president's intention, but you second guess everything. Like I used to watch CNN and I was like, oh, this is a real thing. Thing, and now you can't yeah. do that Even anymore. like the New York Times, you, you don't know because there was a whole, you know, the whole thing. Washington Post, too. Yeah. I think that's important, right? Because you watch. So I, <clears throat> the only time I really watch mainstream news on TV, especially is uh, at the gym. So I'll just watch and kind of read the subtitles and see two different opposing views on the same subject. And it's as if we're living in two completely separate dimensions. So, yeah. you know, there's no mm-hmm. people are debating what's actually happening in front of their faces. So at some point, you got to kind of hear each side out and then come up with your own opinion. Yeah, that's it. Like, like you have to work at news. Now we have to do the job that they used to do, which is we'll take both sides of the story and then figure out what we believe. I think that's also why to continue. We were talking about this the other day, Mike and I, why people believe stuff like flat earth, because it's like, well, I don't know if the news is true. Like, how do I even know if the earth is round? Yeah, you start getting everything. And then you just start looking for whatever supports your bias on the Internet and you find it immediately. And you're like, oh, like yeah, basketball Easy. player saying he believes in it. Right. And also, well, and also people are desperate to find connection and community. So they they latch on to stuff like that. Something like Flat Earth is such an opposing view that, of course, you know, weirdly, it's a growing community, but it used to be kind of a small sect and people spe- felt special for being a part of it. So it was their own kind of tangential religion. It was yeah. like their open mics. Yeah, 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 I know. That's exactly, I gotta, it was O'Hanlon's on a Friday. Yeah, I got a ride from a guy. Well, I was out in um, working at Governor's and I was with Sean Donnelly and somebody gave us a ride back and he was a flat earther. And I and I was like, wow, I guess that's the price of me keeping my mouth shut. Just getting one ride from Long Island. Did you keep your mouth shut the whole ride? I kept my mouth shut until he criticized one of my jokes. And then I was like, he said, he said he thinks I could go further with a joke. And yeah. I was like, Real, to the edge? Think I could go <laughs> But what happens if I run into a two mile high ice wall? (laughs) I I don't understand the notion of flat earth. I don't understand how people could think that when we grew up with globes Mm. in our classrooms. But that's part of it. That's part of the indoctrination. They're trying to convince you from an early age. What's one of your first things that you get as a child? A cushy fucking circular. It's all horseshit. What if I fly up to say me and Lance Bass go into space, right? Mm -hmm. And I look down from space in between blowing Lance Bass. (laughs) <laughs> Between sucking Lance Bass's tasty talent and taint. I mean, if you're going to blow a guy, it might as well be suck him. Lance he looks Bass's clean dick. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if he wasn't circumcised, he'd pull back enough. You know what 
what I mean? It He's like the male version of Dr. Evil's cat. Oh, He's boy. hairless. Yeah, there'd be, uh, what? oh, who else? The guy from Magic Mike? No, he looks dirty. Channing Tatum? Oh, yeah, he probably Channing had, a, Tatum. He had an STD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he gets fat in between movies, so I don't Sweet. know. Maybe that's where we could extra get him, Extra skin, though. a lot of extra skin. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get that stretch marks. Uh, who else is hot? True. Bob Saget? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sag- Famously hot. Sure, yeah. I'd blow him for my career. Would you really? Uh, for I, this I, career I that you have right now? No, not for this career. <laughs> Thank this, God. For, th- for nothing? Yeah. <laughs> I basically blow him to have yeah. nothing. <laughs> so what time am I at Greenwich? Yeah. Bob, if you could get me an extra hundred in Schenectady. Please, I don't get booked yeah. there anymore. Uh, I don't get booked there either anymore. That's because you wanted to get paid. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? You're having a baby, Mike, which I is am. awesome. In July, yeah, you're July having 26. a boy. I'm having a boy. Which, perpetuating the patriarchy. Yeah. Are you so excited? I am. Yeah, I'm super pumped, man. I, I mean, thought I, I was going to have a boy. Yeah, Are you not guys going to name it something weird like Clover? No, I, I mean, like- it might be a little weird, but it's also because it's my, uh, like my name, what I want to name him. <laughs> and, <I've, laughs> and I think I've, uh, I've maybe tipped the scales with her whole family. I'm certainly not going to put it out on this podcast because I just don't. Wait, so the whole family gets ridicule. the input on the name or just you and your wife? No, no, we only got the input. I put it out there kind of as a complete joke, like kind of test the waters. And everybody was like. I love that. Is it Spider-Man? <laughs> it if is. If we guess it, we <laughs> It's actually, Spider-Man Cannon? That's yes. an amazing name. Spider-Man Cannon. It's actually That's fart a weapon. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> fart no shit. spaces. Shit cannon. You're having a boy. <laughs> it's great to have a boy, I think. I have a girl, yeah. and, and I love my daughter so much, but it's Hi, it's her. not doing that thing like Pete Dominic I'll see, and he's like, are you so much more aware of like women's stuff now because mm-hmm. you have a daughter? Like, And I'm like, no, like I'm aware of it, but I haven't changed my whole essence because of it because, you know Pete went this whole other way because he has daughters and stuff so he's like all that matters are women and everything no offense but it's like you know, <laughs> we I, don't matter it, it, hasn't cha- don't it hasn't changed me like that and and I'll also say this having a boy I think you're more fortunate because trolls will be less likely like people were going after my daughter they're like nice looking son Oh, no, I mean, but I get called everything on Reddit is about my sexuality. So I I assume all those jokes are going to be transferred to my kid as well. I I really don't care. I would I would have been happy either way. The one reason why I'm, you know, genuinely and this is almost too serious, genuinely happy that I am I'm having a a son is so I can be the first canon in my family to like effectively communicate with my son. Yeah. None of my Mm. father, my father didn't communicate with me. His father didn't communicate with him like no line, no lineage. The men have never fucking talked or shared or anything like that. So I'm genuinely excited to be kind of present and, you know, upload my horseshit onto him. A lot of loose cannons. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. It's wordplay with Katie and again. I've downed my entire iced coffee and I will not stop. <laughs> I love it. I love that you're woke enough to to know where you think your dad went wrong and where you're not going to go wrong. Yeah, of course. I mean, also probably the, the, the perp perpetuated Irish physical abuse like that certainly has yeah. something to do with it. You're as not well. going to hate your kid. No, I think it, ta- it it's going to take me and whatever I've been through and whatever hallucinogens I've done to make me as aware as I am to to stop that, you know, line. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, my dad, he he meant well and he even said those goals out loud in the beginning. And who knows? I might fucking shift with things, too. 
but he just lost awareness and just perpetuated the same cycle of bullshit. But I've gone to therapy, you know, and and I'm constantly working on myself and trying to better it. Do you feel because I go I'm going through this in therapy now where I he, they make you question everything about your parents and mm-hmm. they'll be like, well, your parents weren't good parents. And right. and I'm always like justifying like, well, no matter <laughs> what happened, I ended up where I am. I'm a good person now. I'm, I have a great family. I'm a good dad. So even no matter what they did, doesn't that like it, the bad stuff gets negated because I turned out positive. He's like, well, is that really? He's yeah. Like, you know, well, I think it, the way my the therapist framed it was kind of like hold them accountable, but also empathize. So understand where, where that came from, where their abuse came from and all that stuff. And it's almost like this is to a further extent, but it's like Michael Jackson, right? He was severely abused as a kid and then he turns into a monster pedophile. So while you empathize with the fact that he was wildly abused and shouldn't have been, you can still hold him accountable for being a pedophile because he was a piece of shit and he made his own decisions. And you can still watch his videos. Of course I can. And And by the way, great name for a band, monster pedophile. That's my baby's name, Michael Jackson. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, I think that, I mean, you know, it's like what, what constitutes a perfect childhood? If you, you know, I don't, I think it's impossible to have a perfect childhood and to not be traumatized in childhood. Like I have medical trauma from when I was a baby that like lasted for a long time. And that wasn't even, you know, anything like my parents spanked me. My parents had issues. Like I definitely had trauma from that, but I had trauma from like all kinds of other stuff. Like when I was four, I ate a, um, a fried shrimp. I ate a piece of fried shrimp I ate the tail mm-hmm. and I thought I was gonna die but I was too afraid to tell anyone and so I just silently spiraled in my own mind just waiting for my own death because yeah. I was worried if I told somebody then um, they would be like fuck we gotta go to the hospital now like you have moments um, <laughs> at, at four years old at four years and old. you remember this I remember it because because I had a lot of medical trauma because I had spinal meningitis when I was two and so I had a lot of um, I had to be like force fed medicine and I from that, I like had a food aversion. I wouldn't eat anything cherry flavored for years. And and I think um, that like played out in so many different ways. I had like a lot of issues with that as a child. I was afraid of being poisoned constantly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's like and that, that, that's <laughs> not even psycho. my parents fault, you know. So I think like here I was bitching about my yeah. childhood. <laughs> my dad didn't tell uh, yeah. me. <laughs> I haven't eaten anything cherry in 54 years. I, yeah, I, I still was don't born in 1902 when <laughs> meningitis was still around. <laughs> Where did I grow up? Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, it, even if, you know, you, you are as good of a parent as you possibly can be, yeah. you still can't shield your kid from trauma. And also children have to learn how to deal with that. Yeah. You know, it's you part of being conscious. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it absolutely it, is. It's just, here's yeah. my fear. Is it, and, and I've only recently become happy literally like in the last maybe four or five years, but before that I was constantly going through struggles. And now you're like, if it takes my kid like 40 some odd years to find happiness, that's not a good thing. But now it's like, you know, I'm going to live to 120 because I'm a <laughs> Korean man. But if you uh, shave time off that, yeah. so say she finds happiness at 30, yeah. you kind of did your job. Yeah. Because then right. her kid yeah. could maybe find happiness at 20. And then, it, you know, it lower, you're, you're, you're leading a progression as opposed to, you know, perpetuating the bad shit. Yeah. 
There's there must be so many bad parents in this world. Like when I yeah, watch everybody, I watched the video today. If you if I can send it to you, it'd be awesome. But um, my wife tagged me on it. My wife tags me on Facebook and I so badly want to block her <laughs> so badly because she'll sometimes just fucking pipe up. And I was like, you don't understand the level of awesome trolls that I have. And I don't want her to get dragged into it. Is that how you decided on your child's name can you like you are always piper. piping up piper. <laughs> <laughs> i i uh Aww, piper's so cute I, yeah she, she has really a very is. cute upper lip our problem is she has uh Aww. she has red hair she's she's got red last time i saw her yeah i was i was saying i was like a little yeah. strawberry blonde yeah and i did not expect that but i'm happy about it because like even if she's beautiful people still make fun of her for that mm. so that'll kind of ground her a little bit you know what i mean <laughs> He didn't want to have like some sophomoric, you know, sorority girl that sure. would just be hot. And I'd be worried about that. And my fear is also I'll probably at least violently attack someone, if not shoot someone, if they break my daughter's heart. Like I already have that in my mind. <laughs> sure. It was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm you know what? I'm old enough now. I can get along decent enough in prison. I can mm. go to th three to five years. I could do. But that you want assault. her to get her heart broken, though, because she needs to be able to learn to weed out guys. So she's not like. Yeah. Married to a guy who's constantly at a show choir camp. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, where, where is Damon gone again? You know? Such specific references. <laughs> I've never even heard of show choir camp. I went. I Did went. you really? <laughs> when, what's a, a day in the life of a show choir camp? Well, how I, old were you first? I of was, all? I went when I was, I think, 14 or 15. Say a little prayer for me. Yeah. Okay. And I actually am not that good of a singer or dancer. So I was just like brutally mocking every everyone there and so I got like a reputation for being very funny and yeah. then I was just making fun of everybody and then no one wanted to be my friend I became an outcast <laughs> I got I, I went I hit the top and then I went all the way back down to the uh, bottom yeah so That's it was fun. kind of rough so you went to the camp and I did the unofficial I sang show tunes for company when they'd come over as a child <laughs> oh was, my god yeah That's I was fun. one of those kids like yeah. my parents would wheel First of all, both of my sisters are like musical prodigies, proficient at the piano by the time they were like four years old. And I was some doofus. I could play sports and kind of hold a tune. And so they'd just wheel me out and like make me sing romantic duets with my sisters. Oh, a whole new world. I could crush that with shit. Your sister. It's wild. Yeah. With this my sister. Awesome. I've spoken That's about right. it on this show before. But yeah. it's like, yeah, it, it was a big part of my childhood. When, wow. when I was little, my my aunt, who's eight years older than me, um, she and I would take my brother. I would be like four or five and my Take brother would be on him. well we would we would play a game we called midget daddy and he would we would pretend that he was our father <laughs> we would pretend that he was our father but a midget yeah. and he would be like 18 months old and we'd be like dad what should we do now yeah. <laughs> it was really fun this is midget great. daddy <laughs> try it try it at home <laughs> sounds horrible so you're saying it, it'll help weed out the bad guys if she, but it's gonna, it's yeah. gonna break because she does this now. Like when I go, no, you can't do that. She'll do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, manipulation! Yeah. But she knows exactly what she's of doing. Course. Oh yeah, of course. Because and, uh, babies are quite intelligent, you yeah. know. And I hate yelling at it. The video I sent you is an example of a horrible parent. Don't think I just picked it because it was awesomely racist. Because then it's just gonna <laughs> seem so weird. And I already have that reputation throughout town. That's weird. Avoid that. <laughs> 
why. Just because the place I work at. I'm like, Jesus, I make a comedy show. Don't let everybody see your sign in, by the way. That's probably oh, a horrible no, thing if someone's going to hack into your account. Um, but you're not going to have to deal with that with a boy. You're just going to be like, you're going to have to teach a boy how I to will, respect though. women. I'm going to have to teach him how to uh, also approach life with kind of an open heart, this, you know, and, and to communicate and to get through a breakup. I, I got my wife and I literally dated when we were 10 years old. So I got my heart broken by her when we were like 10 years old, 10, wow. 11 years old. And like, you know, we'd, we'd get back together and break up oh. as kids do. But like, Nobody spoke to me on how to manage those emotions. Yeah. I just kind of coped with it. And my parents would badmouth her afterwards. Yeah. Like that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah. more or less how I dealt with any of it. Would so you call it, her a bitch and stuff like when you were no, young? I would just like it, it would just I wouldn't call her a bitch, but I would like, you know, mock her looks or or mock everybody or mock her family. Like just like anything to make me feel better, lash out. And it's probably what made me funny. Yeah. But it's all but it also didn't help me. Yeah. It, it, I think it is amazing to have the opportunity to teach someone emotion. Emotional hygiene because that is something like nobody is really taught growing. No one's like, hey, you have to process your emotions. Yeah. You need it's okay to feel angry, you know. I've never learned anything like that. I mean, my family's very Irish, you know, so it's like same. it's the same. It's like, yeah. um, you know, we don't talk about it. You just go have a couple of fucking drinks yeah. and pass out. Yeah. My family expresses one emotion and it's anger. And it's the only emotion that it's OK to express. And you can say whatever you'd like. It's like the purge. Yeah. And then the yeah. excuse is, well, you were angry. But they and think they that they're being in. emotionally wow. attached. Of, of course. Because that's, yeah, that's yeah. all that I had for a while was yeah. anger. And now I have choke. I have <laughs> I'm sad. I have regret. But it's uh, I've I've broadened it. But it's amazing when you, you my parents criticize that's all they do because they're super Jewy so all they do is criticize and my right. therapist that made me ask my dad is that if why he's you proud of yourself me. into the opposite of a Jew <laughs> I won't be uh, and then inside I'll you still a Jew no matter how you look look at your circumcised dong Abba Ben Rabbi that's my Hebrew name or something like that it's a mini Jew inside yeah. pulling levers <laughs> why don't you Lift more, you dirty goyim. How's your shiksa wife? You like having sex? Oh, look at that Easter ham. You know you want it. I found that my wife sent me this video today and I, and I wanted to show it as an example of really how horrible people can be. And to just think that this woman is a mother to a child and somehow a child will be able to watch this via the Internet. Can we go to Oh my god! Hey, you're gonna go to jail for that! Oh, beautiful. She was using the N-word a whole bunch before uh -oh. this too. This sounds like the opioid epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> on our property! There, there is, do you know what there's a, there's a... You're on our property! You're on our property! Get the hell off! You're about to get ran over. Look at her ass. There's go, a. Go, oh, go, go. And look, there's kids right there. What are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. Who's that guy? No, he was, he was cussing her out too, and then. Because you're walking by with racial slurs. Because you're calling me. For what? You can walk. You were on his property cussing him. Don't do it. Don't do it. What a piece Go. of shit of a person you are. She's over here Go. pushing Greg and shit. I'm a 
This is Easter, by the way. This is Easter. You pushed him. You just pushed him. Christ has rise. Christ has Where's my eggs? What if she just got nailed by a car? Yeah, she was on an Easter egg hunt. She hasn't found a damn egg. She's pissed. Oh, nigga. That makes it better. You just pushed him. Look at her And I haven't found a damn egg. So I'm around here. Hey, you're going to go to jail for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost turned it off too. I swear to God, I swear to God, I almost turned it off. It feels like an episode of Reno 911. Yeah. And like, it looks like a nice neighborhood, right? Like, if you lived in New York, you're yeah. like, oh, this is a nice neighborhood. Where is to hear it said with actual malice, really, like, yeah. it, it can... Outside the cannon oh, home in Rockland County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, really so upsetting to see all these horrible videos of white people, like, hurling slurs. And it's kind of like, yeah. um, you know, that's not normal behavior. Is this Does this woman having, like, some kind of, like, bipolar episode? episode yeah. Because, like, it... Or is she just, like, normal and that racist? You know what I mean? Because, like, I... It's, it's just so hard to watch as a white person and be like really what is going on she's probably just on ambient or like is she or is she like in the grips of you know some I watch I've been watching Drugs Inc I got in a rabbit hole I watch it like every night now and um, there's a lot of drugs floating around there a lot sure of drugs are. folks and they yeah. make people real weird mm-hmm. but yeah I'm gonna say this drugs or no drugs to, to for people to be assholes like that in front of kids yeah that, that concerns me on Easter. On and Easter, also, no less. On the and day also, Christ came back. By the way, I, I so I, close to Notre out, Dame. I flat out stopped using the N word. I've talked to you about this before. <laughs> I'm I don't, proud of you. I don't, I'm genuinely proud. I, wow. I don't. You even when I used to do, use it like jokingly. I stopped using it probably a year ago because my friend Ian Lara, who opens for me, we had a conversation. So I just don't say it anymore. I'll say, oh, when I'm talking about it, she said the N word. That's right. that's as hard as I get. But that word is fucking stinging like when you don't say it and you hear it it's it like stings you like especially with that intent like yeah i mean you we hear it in comedy and and it kind of you know you desensitize to it you don't hear it that much but when it's shouted in such a like actual hurtful way there is something it does to your body that it's like the intention is dehumanizing that's that's like what the the root of it is and it's a painful word and i and i get how the word faggot could sound the yeah, same. Yeah, that's mm. also like really dehumanizing yeah. too. So it's like, yeah, I don't think people should say it. You know, I know there was that thing a few years ago where that guy, someone hit a guy on at an open mic because he said it in the context of a yeah. joke. But it's like, you know, uh, oh, I, I I loved watching the um, the Megyn Kelly thing when she was talking about the blackface right. and she had um, Melissa Rivers on and Melissa Rivers was like, you know, I grew up in a household that was like, we do good manners. So, you know, right. you have manners. You don't right. dress up as like a Nazi if you think that that's going to make someone uncomfortable. I think it's the same with the N-word. Like, have manners enough to respect people and not be triggering them right. with your dehumanizing language. I know it's like, it's not that big and of a deal. And the thing is, you do have the technical right to say whatever you want, yeah. but also just understand that they're, what it does to people right? and that there there may be some genuine physical, you know, reper, repercussions. You know, people throw it on, throw it around online like it's nothing. 
And then you you go out and perform in front of people in real life, and nobody's talking like that, right? Like Not nobody, anymore. yeah, no. nobody's in your audience and like throwing that shit around, unless no. they're like, unless they're hugely Indian pieces kids. of shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Indian kids saying so yeah. much. I'll I be know. on the train. And I was like, what? You, like you get offended, but you can't say anything to these Indian. Oh, kids. and Chinese, a lot of a lot of Chinese yeah. kids on the N train going out to Bay Ridge. Why does it have to be the N train? train? I mean, yeah. you know, well, <laughs> it's a lot of layers, a lot of layers here. Yeah. A lot of those trains are N word trains. It's so. uh, a lot of lot to unpack. It's amazing how, and we can say this as uh, three white comics all in their late 40s, but. Uh, <laughs> but I'm it, 25, thank you. I'm there, the same age as Gabby. We're twins. Too. There is an <laughs> evolution happening where it's like uh, as older comics, and you're not older, but you're like a vet at this point, right? You've been doing it. Yeah. I've what? been doing stand up 10 years. 10 years. Same. So th- there comes this point where I get it, where it's like you look at the angry open mic scene and they're like, ah, all these people suck. And you're like, no, we don't suck. But I also understand where that evolution has to happen so that you don't become a dinosaur in comedy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do have to take what the younger generation is saying and maybe not um, take all of it on, but you do have to be aware of the stuff. And even if your <laughs> audience, even if your audience is buying what you're selling, you still have to go to New York club and be able to communicate with these people of that course. aren't your audience. Well, I think people. Metzger is really great about that. And he he speaks about it really eloquently because he's like, listen, no matter what your position is, like in terms of being sensitive or, or whatever or PC, I'm still going to find a way to shove my dumb jokes down your face. Yeah. Right. So you're if you're a really good comic, the challenge is to find to find a way to make it work. Yeah. Right. You know, and and so people can be PC, but as a comic, you should almost look at that as a challenge to be like, well, I'm going to make this so fucking creative that you can't you can't help but laugh. Yeah. Yeah, But I also think it's like it's like a neophyte like comic move to to want to do like that shock value of like saying something like that in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like people who are, I think are like a, a little bit younger. And then as you like develop, you're like, oh, I have interests. I have a voice. And then you kind of go more down that path. Right. You know? But also that's, that's that's like young comic shock versus old comic shock yeah. is because I still I'll still throw in something that people aren't typically used to hearing, right. especially in smaller towns. And you throw something out and it's yeah. like it's technically shocking, but I hope I'm masking it in enough creative language that's going to yeah. differentiate myself between me and some fucking 18 month comic that's just saying yeah. and a cunt's hairy. Yeah. And yeah. well, I think a lot of young because comics rape do that. is what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah, A lot of young comics do that and it can be like different for different people. But I remember yeah. the reason Corinne and I had that show, The Comedian Project. Just because we both felt like we were like, were you Ooh. holding for applause? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting nothing. Just like the show that night. <laughs> <laughs> but we had that show because we were like, I felt like I was just, I, I was doing so many jokes, man hating jokes, man hating jokes. And I was like, I feel like it's a crutch for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I feel like I always talk about sex. So right. we were like, let's do a joke where we don't talk. We don't talk about any any of that stuff yeah. and we and so that's, well that's that a thi- was the whole that is an interesting thing that's happening is is now you know it, it, with the evolution of jokes and the and the things that you can and people do talk about the you know popular topics certain things become hack right so like straight white guy as a punchline i don't care it doesn't hurt my feelings it's hack at yeah. this point right. to just yeah. use that it's like saying anything else it's Same like any privilege yeah it's any those. it's any other general fucking lazy writing horseshit yeah it's amazing to watch the transition that comedy is going through now where it's like, I, I think as club comics, we saw people maybe four or five years ago that were like, oh, these aren't very good club comics. And then they surpassed all these club comics and they started getting specials and stuff like that. And, and to watch them kind of 
to to watch the balance rise again, just to watch funny be funny. It's an amazing thing. And I'm still shocking on stage, but it's another layer that I add to the rest of my stuff. So when I say something shocking, it just elevates the laugh. And I find like the climate now facilitates that and gives it a bigger oomph because when you're not supposed to say something, if you've got something funny and then you throw that thing in, it's another like, oh, he shouldn't say that, but I'm still laughing anyways. It's a really cool thing. It's a great time to be doing comedy, I think. Yeah, it's interesting. That's for sure. It's not boring. Yeah. I mean, it is. I know it is interesting, too, because it's so subjective. So it's like, who knows? Some people that don't like my stuff, they might like something else. And it's hard to say, too, because it's like I watch, you know, I I used to watch a ton of comedy. I don't not that much anymore, but some stuff I can't even like specials. I won't even make it through two minutes. No, it's tough. I hate this. I absolutely hate this. Yeah, it's so manufactured, but like it's better to do. It's really nice to do comedy live now, right? When you put stuff out online, it, it everybody becomes like really courageous. Like I, I just had I just had some stupid joke where I'm putting up a clip, a minute long clip a week just to try to like get my shit out there and really, you know, whatever, sell some fucking tickets. Right. And I have a joke about my wife's uh, ex-boyfriend and then it, how it reflects on my insecurity of, you know, sex and all this stuff. And these these two women were just they took it to a level where they not only misrepresented the joke, they told me that I was responsible for lynchings. Like so, yeah, so it's like a lot of fucking it, it, it's like it's on an odd internet. thing where I'm perpetuating a a a stereotype that has oversexualized black men and led to lynchings in the past. So me even referencing it, whether or not I'm being self-deprecating, is is irrelevant. I'm actually adding to the probability of somebody getting lynched. And it's like, what are we doing here? Social are- media is a haven for the mentally ill. It's yeah. like you have <laughs> so got true. to get the fuck off of Twitter. Stop commenting. If you're somebody who just like routinely comments on people's stuff and you don't even ever like put out you then get off the damn internet go join a club i've started sorry go ahead if you're like thinking that far into jokes so you're just not a fan of comedy no like it comes down where like like everyone's watching stand-up right now and maybe you just don't Get stand It's not for you. It's yeah. Not for you. yeah. Jazz isn't for everybody. No. Well, that's yeah, the problem. Is comedy is jazz. Every <laughs> single every single person thinks they have a great sense of humor. Right. Even the wildly dull and autistic think that they're they they <laughs> they can soak up as much. They got the best sense of humor. Yeah. However, because that's how every fucking critique starts, right? Yeah. Is I I love comedy. However, what yeah. you just said, and it's like, <laughs> no, you're you're just a fucking idiot that has an awful sense of humor, probably laughs to yourself about some math problem you came up with yeah. and then you know project that horse shit out yeah. into the world and like <laughs> right. it, it's ridiculous. Yeah if there's anything I've learned from Twitter it's like the, the grasp of an iron of irony is not something that everybody has. No. It no. is like it, I mean Most I feel don't. like there's a lot of dyslexia out there. Yeah. It's like if yeah. you read something that is a joke and you don't think it is you're you may be kind of retarded in But a even way. audio dyslexia. I posted yeah. <laughs> uh, a picture of the British woman that had falsely uh, filed suit against 50 15 men for raping her. So she said all 15. She slipped up. She She filed it wrong. She she said 15 men raped her. None of them had raped her. One guy did two years and nine months in prison. And then I found out it was all a lie. So I, I, Put on Instagram, I said, she was a very large woman, so I said, she was sentenced to 10 years in prison. I go, clearly the jury had eyes. Now, the joke could be, well, the jury read through everything. Sure. But people see it as, you know, the surface is she's a very large woman. Uh, (laughs) So a a, a comic, I'm going to say this very loosely before I I get to it. Uh, I think she's a much newer comic. She lives in Canada, uh, in Halifax, which is a love 
lovely city. And she wrote, oh, Robert Kelly said, and the podcast you're doing horribly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Hi, Bobby. I think we've settled it. <laughs> so, so I said, so th- this woman wasn't a rape victim. I make yeah. this very clear. This is clear in the joke. This woman said, making fun a rape victim is low, dude. And implying mainstream beauty standards mean anything to attack shows you're a total moron. I hope you lose your ability to talk so you never spew your hateful <laughs> ignorance into a microphone. I'm circulating this post to all the bookers I know. This was oh, a young nice. comic that had called for, uh, I, I gather the censorship of it. So I, I didn't even dignify it with a response. Yeah, and that's my that problem is I have, I, I have such fucking rabbit ears and I want to engage because I'm also like, pretty progressive like you know yeah. I'm, I'm i'm not pc when it comes to what i say on stage i i you know i do what i think is funny i'm not intentionally trying to hurt anybody but i'm also not going to quiet down the thing the thoughts in my head that yeah. i find entertaining but they're fucking losing me like when when you're so progressive that you're calling me a racist and, and yeah. responsible for lynchings and all this stuff and it's like it's so upsetting that the that the fucking verbal majority or the the verbal spokespeople of this movement are so mentally ill yeah do you know what i mean yeah, because yeah. the reasonable it's, people they don't have time they're living their lives they're raising their kids they have jobs and, yeah. and, and then they living care about by example right? right exactly but putting into practice what they believe yeah. instead of just pre- preaching lip service i'm more progressive like everybody thinks that i'm this weirdo i believe in guns yeah. i believe in freedom of speech thank you katie for backing <laughs> me up on the weird thing but other than that, it's like everything else is fair game to me. I, I have no issue with gay marriage. I have no issue with do whatever the fuck you want. I have no issue with, you know, uh, getting more people to vote in this. Co- all that shit I'm good with. But I'm so liberal now. Like I saw a guy with a red hat at Forest Hill Station and I had to double because it said make America gay again uh, and I was like so triggered by the red hat I beat the shit out of him <laughs> because I was like you can't you wear this and then it looked like a, a gay bashing so I'm like I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I thought it was very funny that they have that but I also don't like the people the, the Jewish guy that had a MAGA hat on the other day, someone's like, you're a fucking Nazi. And he took his hat off and he had a yarmulke underneath no it. That's yeah. funny. That's, That's so. funny. Well, you guys have to um, fix your settings. You Don't you have your settings set so you can't yeah, get like the, psycho people no, messaging you on not, Twitter? Not oh, really. yeah, I do. How do you do that? There's no no psycho attack me button. Well, if you if you have somebody who tweets at you that doesn't follow you, you yeah. can change the settings so you don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also like, this is my problem, right? Is, is I am where I am and I'm trying desperately to level up. So I'm constantly trying to generate uh, interest, generate an audience and I'm putting out stuff and I'm trying to interact with them. So they stick around. The problem with that is I'm also reading every negative thing about me and digitally cutting myself on a daily basis. Yeah, you can't, that's not emotionally healthy. I just had to say like, I, I don't have time to go through all that. If someone sends me like a message, I will usually respond. You have that time. No, please. I'm, busy i'm working out are you really? <laughs> no, i was for a while but i stopped i'm gonna go back i have an expensive you look gym. wonderful but you, you couldn't get fat if you tried well i'm trying okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you the secret <laughs> what is it what san antonio uh, eat your feelings <laughs> yeah um, that's the first part you gotta get in therapy but then you much. feel you feel bad you after you eat your feelings right because i do that sometimes yeah. oh, i'll t- eat t- a t- whole like pizza and i'll be like oh that was good and then i'm like oh what did i do yeah. and then you yeah 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 it feels horrible yeah 
Chocolate bars, you eat those? Uh, <laughs> no, it's usually like candy. It's usually it's carbs. What type of candies? It's not candy. It's usually it's carbs. Yeah, I'm a savory oh. guy. You, you like a bread bread guy? Pasta. What I started to do is not eat carbs, but I'll eat like way too much like of a wood thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. eating wood. It's pretty good. Cellulose. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes through you. Yeah, sometimes I'll just eat anything. Yeah. Start I'm eating some dry spaghetti noodles. Yeah. My asshole is torn apart. Otherwise, asshole looks like a yeah. plywood <laughs> shed that got set on yeah. fire. Eat some pages. That's good emotional eating. Just eat yeah. a romance novel. <laughs> My shit does turn into vodka now. <laughs> I like creamy pastas. Yeah. You know, like Ooh, with some mushrooms risotto. in them. Maybe. Risotto, I'll oh, fuck, fuck up. Yeah. I'll fuck P- up. Pizza, I like. Steak, I like barbecuing. Yeah. Bagels, you eat bagels. Uh, when I'm in the city, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my hands on a good bolognese recipe to make a dinner for my boyfriend, my Italian lover. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I live, I moved right by a, a fresh pasta says, place. You oh, live nice. in my old neighborhood. Oh, I just moved a bit uptown because I was having. A, You're in the city. No, um, more uptown, uptown in Queens. Queens. Yeah, you, you know what you gotta attic? get. You uh, gotta get the official Sopranos cookbook. <gasps> So I love the Sopranos. My I watch wife, it when I miss my wife is wildly Italian. Her oh par- her grandmother has taught her every single recipe. Fantastic cook. And then I brought home that, and they have unbelievable recipes. I gotta that get actually, it. Yeah, I have gotta get do it. Do it up. Someday where can I buy this book? Uh, probably Barnes and Nobles. I'm going to give it to my like stupid Amazon? wife. Do you have a deep Amazon. discount ad read this week? No, we no, don't. We, we love them. <laughs> can I do that, Mike? Can I be like, hey, stupid wife, I brought you this book. Read it, <laughs> Carmella. Yeah. <laughs> While she cooks it, can I stand over her and breathe heavy through my nose yep. and pretend I'm him? With a bowl of ice cream watching Are they loud all Artie Bucos? They're all Artie Bucos recipe? <laughs> Most, a lot of them are. Oh, I love Artie. Yeah. Oh, I want to get this book. Can I order this book? How yeah. much is it? I don't know. Can we? Find I'm not this the book? official spokesman. And, just, and then we'll go back to the story. This show's great. I love this. This is. I'm going to do this all the time. <laughs> just reading some recipes. I, <laughs> just reading a few recipes. I mean, this is great. We're kicking it. I don't think Bobby does this well on this show because he's like meaner to everybody. And we no, he's so amazing. Other. Please have me back. Bobby. No, he's yeah. not having me back. I can't wait till the camping trip. Yeah. Are you going on the camping trip? I think I'm going to go. You going? Oh, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm not going to take my shirt off though because Bobby. I'm not either. Yeah, Bobby told me my nipples are too. I took my shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) Made me want to saw my chest off. I took my shirt off two years ago at the house party where they let us use the pool because I'm like, I'm going to be the best because like Lewis is there, but he's all bloated (laughs) and Bobby's there swimming with like three T-shirts on. (laughs) And then Justin Silver comes out of nowhere. Yeah, dude. Looking all ripped on his GH and shit. And I look like this old wrestler that gave up after Ric Flair beat him. (laughs) So I'm like kind of muscly, but there's rolls. And I was like, I'm getting out. Out of here. <laughs> and I just, I, I'm not in shirt off shape yet. No, I'm, no, I'm really, I got a roll on my lower back. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh. Upper ass. That's what I call it. No shit. And I'm, yeah, I'm not ready. But oh. I, I got dad weight on. I'm, I'm not. I'm in doing good the opposite, shape. dude. I'm, I'm like training for child, for fatherhood, like it's a fucking heavyweight. I pound. will only go to the camping trip if I have abs out by then. I will. Are I you will staying in a tent? Yeah, I have a tent. You staying in a tent, Katie? I don't have a plan. I'm gonna stay with Becky Rodriguez in whatever her tent to situation. She's, is. is she gonna bring her RV? Well, she has. She has <sighs> like. A, I think what we should do she's is rent an crunchy. RV. Yeah, she's crunchy. She Gabby has tools. Or, can I stay in your tent if you get? One? I don't have a tent yet, but you can. We have to. Try to one. stay with Becky. Becky. I texted her the second I Wait found out. What's I was cr- like, "What's crunchy?" Um, it Granola. means like someone's like outdoorsy. Oh, like she knows how to purify water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like really, she literally yeah. does. She does. She does. Yeah. Well, makes her own kombucha. I wonder if she's yeah. gonna bring her. Yeah. Camp- I think well, her campers in California. We were we were planning to do a camping last summer because of a yeah. podcalypse, and then what? It just never happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we go, we can do the Sopranos family cookbook, uh, fourteen ninety seven. Wow, for a hardcover. 
I'm gonna, I have the hardcover. I'm gonna order nine for the Kindle. I got the hardcover. Oh my god, I'm gonna get it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna order this it. book right now. Um, I wanted to bring up this other story. The dictionary is expanding. We talk about words that we should be getting rid of, and now we're talking about words that we should be adding. And they just added the word uh, Stan. Yeah. Uh, to Dennis's Marshall Mathers. That's unbelievable. correct. That's what it's from. Uh, gig economy, quibbit, garbage time. Garbage time. Purple. Yeah. That seems like it's been there. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are new meanings for old words: snowflake, purple, ah. tailwind, headwind. That's like one of those garbage things that just time. hasn't been yeah. ratified yet, but it's still just a part of us. <laughs> garbage purple. time is what I call when I find a purple's food in the been slain. Garbage time is what me and my wife call sex night. Holy shit! <laughs> Talking about garbage time, I saw a fucking just rosacea face Brendan Sagalow yesterday mm-hmm. eat a fucking two extra bites of his like stuffed burrito over the garbage at Taco Bell on 23rd Street because he's a filthy, disgusting human being. He's a human raccoon. Yeah. He literally um, yeah, is. He, he just like grabbed some kibble, ate it right over the garbage, and then <laughs> yeah. fucking scurried away. Yeah, I've stopped doing stuff like that. Oh, good, good yeah. for you. I barely, I barely eat out of the trash anymore. <laughs> Ordered the cookbook. <laughs> At least it's home personal trash and not yeah. the trash yeah. of a fucking fast food place. Garbage so, time is the final moments or minutes of a game in which one yes. side has insurmountable lead. I could have said that. Oh, I didn't know that. So it was like when the Leafs lost to the Bruins last night in the last three minutes. That was garbage What's time. a go-cup? Is that like a diva cup that fell out of your pussy? Yeah. That's what it should be, but Plastic no. It's when you take cup. a, a new definition. drink out of a bar. <laughs> you have to wash it off and pop it right back up. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've never got one, because it's like you have to just cleanse it in the sink of whatever dive bar you happen to be in. <laughs> hey, don't come in. Doing so, some surgery. <laughs> what's the exact definition of Stan? Um, to uh, an obsessive fan, yeah, obsessive fan yeah. of what it's the but it's Eminem's song, yeah, but it's become part so like it, it was so synonymous with just like overzealous fan that everybody uses it now, yeah. It just feels like Merriam Webster's now trying to compete with Urban Dictionary, yeah. like we have, yeah, you know, exactly. It's true. Just relax, Merriam Webster, they're like, we need to stay relevant. Yeah, oh, just great. just be an old school dictionary. Just be an old school dictionary. Nobody's going here to look up millennial terms. Yeah, uh, somebody should do like a, a comedian dictionary, and it should be one page long, and then they should quit. You know, it is fun. Comedic. We have like our own lexicon, you know, top surgery, a type of gender confirmation surgery in which a person's breasts are removed or augmented to match your gender identity. Yeah, yeah. They have some real surgery. words now too. So tremology, that's that sounds um topical. Yeah. I feel like that's just not a creative enough term. Bottom surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be called dick shopping. Yeah. They finally fixed it. So. As, you, as your bottom puss or hangout parts doing. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> Horrible. How's your, your puss doing? Yeah, it's, so yeah, it's like, technical. well, that's why you don't get the budget um, trans surgery. You don't want to go to the Philippines. In Canada, they, they pay for it in Canada. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, there's a, a comic there, a trans comic, who was a woman and now is a man. Uh, and the government, like the healthcare, pays for it. So she That's had good. her breast taken off, and then put a lovely photo up online, which you're free to throw up at. And uh, oh boy, <laughs> it's a lot to look at. There's it, scars and everything. So what? I it's a I lot. Think the government should pay for it because I don't want to get a, another crowdfunding invite. <laughs> Do people ask for that? I've gotten a couple. It's like, no, this is for your family. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's for your family. You should have saved the money from the first communion. I cannot. I can't contribute. I've seen a uh, a trans vagina. I've never seen a trans penis. Have you guys seen it? Where did you see a trans? I saw my vagina? friend's on vagina. 
Like, like, just yeah, I've seen your it friend's I, trans vagina. No, I just saw her vagina. Ah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> she showed me because she got her pussy hair lasered off. Nice. Yeah, but she now she has like a little bit. But it's I would like to see this bug. as well. Sarah, call in, girl. <laughs> She's a yoga teacher. She's a yoga Hello. teacher. She's three months post-chemo now. <laughs> no, she's very hot. She's very, very, she's very yoga sexy. Yeah. She's one of those yoga girls. She has a lot of tattoos, little purple highlights in the hair. Is tight, that, is that rare, though? I mean, this is purple great. Highlights? I shouldn't have cut you off, but mm-hmm. is uh, is that rare for you to see your friend's vaginas? Um, well, this girl's vagina I've seen a couple times because she likes to walk around naked. Mm. Where? In her house, if oh. I stay over. This is my best girlfriend from high school, but I don't feel like we don't really show each other our vaginas that often. You guys fart yeah. for yeah. each other? Boobs, maybe. Yeah. Just because everyone's Boobies. changing. Yeah. Or I mean, like, I see people's vagina at the locker room. I mean, you but guys got to look, it. though. It's not just, just see the top yeah. of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like You're you not... have to really be like wide open. Yeah. That's probably yeah. a guy. Whoops, thing I dropped my handheld out. mirror. Oh, mirror shoes. Pardon me. Just like them. It's just me trying to learn about if my vagina is normal. But that's a big thing, yeah, because there's so many different vaginas. Not like, not all girls are know if they're like labia are normal so yeah. they, we had to write like a ton of articles about it but i remember when i was like 14 i was like my pussy kind of looks weird <laughs> i don't yeah. know and then i just forgot about it and then you know no complaints but yeah. then a few years ago when it was like are you an any are you an audi it's like well that's actually there's like a nine different types of vaginas it's not yeah. just any and audi so i was like i don't know they had that in the <laughs> book no what's idea. happening to my body because my mom bought oh, me that when I was fun. like 12 I I and the that. illustrations kind of showed the different like, you know, outer lips. Yeah, inner, I, had, I kicked in pumpkin, the old <laughs> Swedish fish. <laughs> Kiss oh, I think that's the one I have. <laughs> Jimmy Swedish J.J. Walker fish. lips. Uh, what the, I just got a brochure that said um, the puckering duck. <laughs> <laughs> the Predator's Dreadlocks. Yeah. Uh, um, the Beto we, O'Rourke. Can we please stop? By the way, <laughs> by the way 10 bucks on Amazon. But that's not to say that uh, there aren't quite that's a bit of cookbook. penal flavors. <laughs> I, I don't think any men would ever complain to women about their vagina. No, but people have, though. And that's why yeah. like a lot of young girls have like, said, like, oh, your pussy's weird. Yes, like, come yes. on. No, a that's lot of guys. Some girls get the labia. Guys don't talk shit about it. Like, right, we'll be but like, also, oh, that girl's pussy look like a dirt bike yeah, track well, on we a say Sunday. We mean also, shit about wieners, though. Yeah, you yeah, also have true. to understand that. Uh, like, I, I have this, and it's something I fight actively. Is I'm a pretty, fr- I'm pretty fragile. Yes, <laughs> but also like, so if I think like I didn't, I, I didn't perform well, the first instinct is to like make fun of something yeah. on her. So how many guys that like come too quick are like, your pussy's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in response to their own inability to fuck. But you wouldn't say that to a girl. Oh, a, lot yeah. a lot of guys would. A lot of guys would. Yeah, it's, the like, fuck it's out. like younger, these younger Go guys, ahead. you know. They, yeah, they're. Did you ever come in your pants? Yes. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I was with a girl at college and we were making out and dry home and I came in my pants. Yeah. And I was so, I didn't know what to do. I got up and like went and. Washed my dick in the sink and had to throw my underwear out. Like I was so oh, mad. I did yeah. it at a place where I could not clean. So I was just legitimately like it was it was where? cold and wet until I had to just go home. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was a party. It was like an outdoor thing. There was no bathrooms. There was no toilet paper. It was you were just, making out with a girl. Or yeah. Something? I mean, there was some heavy petting and some other childish yeah. fun. But uh, yeah, I never I never came in my pants. But one time I had a dream that I was looking um, at a, a waterfall and there was a rainbow in front of it. And I had an orgasm in my dream. 
That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. I'm looking at a waterfall. Do you have? Is that normal for women? Because I've had like 50 wet dreams in my life, which apparently is a lot. That normal? I've had, but I've had I googled maybe it. that many. I googled it and it said if you think you came in your dream, you probably did. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, isn't that fun? I come way more from dreams than I do in life. The other you, day, is it a sex dream or is it more like you're just looking at a beautiful it's landscape? A no, it's sex dreams. I've yeah. had lucid sex dreams too, where yeah. it's like that's like the only time you can I, I can cheat on my wife. Yeah, <laughs> it's like being, in my G, in my dream being conscious, and I'm like, wow, I have yeah. an opportunity to have sex. Let's dip it. It's so awesome <laughs> when you're having a sex dream. It's so, you're like, yeah, oh, I'm just I can't next believe door, furiously jerking but off I'll, in the same bed. In my sex dreams, I'll be like, my wife's coming home, like yeah. that. I'll oh be yeah, thinking no, of that. course. Oh, that's my brain ruins it more often than not. Actually, in the dream, I. Still don't allow myself to cheat sometimes yeah. because I'm not fully. Yeah, aware but I, I, I'm not, like a, <laughs> I'm not like a maniac in my, but it's only when I'm really tired. Like if I've been on the road and traveling a lot and then I fall asleep in a hotel, but it happens less and less now. My wife, the other day we did sex with consent and uh, we're, we're going to, and I was, whenever she comes, that makes me want to come. Yeah. When she's coming and she, and she says stuff like, look at me. Like she does. Wow. She's like the yeah, Joker. <laughs> but I always have to because I never used to be intimate when I had sex because I was like damaged. So I'd like shut my eyes and think of other oh, stuff. Oh, you sweet little boy. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> You're just squeezing your toes, trying not to come. <laughs> no, I, I have to look at my wife when we have sex now. But when she comes and I'll see like her eyes roll back and then I get all excited, even if I'm not yeah. ready to come, then I come right. So the other day I, was, I started making it. She goes, no, don't come and don't come pull out and I pulled out and tried to squeeze but it just like literally oh, went yeah. everywhere like a gusher. There's also nothing that ensures coming more than yelling yeah, don't, don't come. come. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever so reason hard. that is like the extra push off the cliff. It's so hard not to just like oh god it's good. Married sex is alright. Aaron you just came now. Yeah. <laughs> you said don't come. That's why we have the target. Get me out. Here, <laughs> Do you, are you having sex? Yeah, but I have to pregnant? wear I have to wear condoms. Why is that? Uh, because I went to Aruba and there's like some hookers. No, there's Zika. <laughs> there's still Zika. Oh, so right. I and, and the test for it is kind of inconclusive. There's a lot of false negatives. So I went to Aruba. Could I have Zika? Maybe, but you're not with child, right? <laughs> <laughs> That was a weird Your way to find face out. Face moved before words came out. That was I don't know. Fantastic. I haven't had my period in a while. Well, yeah. who knows? Six months. Me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We'll, we'll yeah, is that weird? Putting on weight mostly here, not so much here or here, but right here. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, it's kind of been interesting. I've Did had, a doctor tell you that, or you just researched that online? Researched it, and the doctor told us that there's a lot of false negatives. She's like, you probably can. It's probably not. Wow. Gonna, but I don't want to risk. Yeah, you can't take chances. Beetlejuicing my kid's head yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. Although, although it's an movie. Irish kid so it'll probably turn it normal it'll just be a human size head uh, my, my wife thinks that we conceived in St. Lucia and there was Zika there at the time but I think yeah. we conceived before we went there but we were, we were oh, fucking dude, like crazy I did the me. night before I left for the Middle East like a true soldier I literally the, the, I, yeah we were having sex I was really stealing valor and I just dropped one in her yeah. Like and then came home. And yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you came feel home. it when you did? Because I remember the time I got my wife pregnant. I could feel it. Like we were making love and I could feel when I was coming and I was like, oh, this is the one. Yeah. Like, it's I like really the end of that. Independence Day like, when Piper. he flies yeah. up the blue light. <laughs> As I came. <laughs> Piper. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then collapse. Wife goes, what did you say about a viper? Shut up. <laughs> You're Aww. ruining it. You told me not to come. Are you guys going to do a big second birthday party this year? Oh, boy. The luau was fun. We had a good luau. That was a horrible day. You didn't get to see that horrible day. Well, when I got there, everything was calmed down and lovely. My first Piper's first birth, she fell off the bed for the first time, hit her head, got this huge golf ball. I took her to the hospital. My wife and I are going at each other like within fucking inches of like a fist fight. And then then everybody came over and it was fine. And the the day went great. But it was such a horrible lead up to that. And it was that was because we lived in a one bedroom apartment for like Mm. the first year and a half of our baby's life are you in a bigger place now two bedroom yeah, yeah. so we're we gonna, were, we're gonna going stay there for mental. a little while we were fucking on top of each other nonstop. and then but you guys have a, have a house now we have a house it's wonderful do you we, love it yeah we get along so much oh, better great get along so much how better. many is is it two floors uh three floors we have a basement oh, wow. too. That's garage crazy. backyard wow forest hills it's great yeah it's it's uh it's lovely it's such a great place to live it's very uh Forest Hills, I think that's where Scrabble was invented. Thank Scrapple? you. Scrabble. <laughs> oh. Scrabble the game. Scrapple's a Pennsylvania. That's food. a that's a meat, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. You never had Scrapple? Both it's equally a, interesting. It's a white trash um specialty, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. What other stories do we have? Usually people who eat Scrapple do not play Scrapple. Usually no. exclusive. It, it's a hillbilly food, right? It's a hillbilly what food. What would you compare it to? Like bacon Leftovers. or Leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> we got some meetups. I saw Brandon Sagalo eating this over a trash can. You want some Scrapple? That looks like Chipotle. Have you been out to eat anywhere good? Oh, do you go like out for dinner? Oh, I just went to Taverna Kaiklides. Uh, I don't know how it's pronounced, but I think it's Dolphin Tavern. I was like, what'd you just call Aaron? Kaiklides. Kaiklides. <laughs> an annoying white woman. I believe it means dolphins. The running of the Jew. Um, yeah, it's a place in Astoria. It's oh, like it's a, fucking, it's supposed to be one of the best Greek uh, restaurants in the whole in city. In New York, yeah. yeah. What about we you? Went, Where'd you go eat? For what? Anywhere. In you life? gone out to eat recently with your wife? You gone for a date? Yeah, I mean, for my birthday, I did the uh, underneath Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn. Have you been there? Where they have oh. all those little carts and shit like that. Yeah. And it's all local Brooklyn famous food, like the best sandwiches, all this stuff. And uh, I did that and we like kind of got from all of the different things. And it was the best birthday ever. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Super oh, fun. That's fun. Cool. Where'd you go? That's again? great. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a vegan. I'm not that fun. You got oh, yeah, a, you got a V spot yeah, in the yeah. village. I love V spot. Yeah. V spot. I yeah. like I like their food too, and I don't usually like vegan stuff. I lo- I love the um, quesadillas. So good. Oh my god. So good. Oh my god. I eat it. I just go vegan. I worked with a 400 pound <laughs> vegan like three weeks ago. How yeah, sugar is know. allowed in that religion? Yeah. That's well, true. Yeah, yeah he joked. He joked that Oreos are vegan. <laughs> just a bag. Of, uh, <laughs> I heard that the middle of Oreos was lard, though. Someone it used to be, but they changed it, it yeah, to Oreos facilitate are vegan. fat vegan. Oreos are vegan. All yeah. right. Where do you um, like to eat? Uh, everywhere, obviously. But um, I like Greek food um, a lot, actually. Have you Greek been to Taverna Kakidis? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> the eye of the dolphin. <laughs> That's its butthole. Where'd you eat? Where'd you eat? Uh, I eat in mostly, like prepare my own food. Oh, oh, oh somebody's slaughters it himself. <laughs> he has to cut I it live the right next way. to Owen Benjamin, and what I like to do is take the owls that he lets live. Oh, my flat earth fucking ex podcast co host is doing his uh, 
cabin show today, whatever, wherever Owen has extra. I have stopped. <laughs> exiled uh, himself. I, I, have, I don't follow Owen and I don't watch his stuff. He, I think he puts out a lot of stuff that is uh, not very pro Jew. It's not very pro <laughs> intelligence. It's, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I think he's on Instagram still. So once in a while I'll watch him on Instagram Oof. and stuff like that. But I think he, uh, he went through the eye of the needle. I would. Yeah. Imagine. What a once promising act. And the, the, <laughs> I saw him maybe a year ago at Gotham and I think it was like a stat. I think like that week Steve Byrne was headlining and like Seinfeld came by and Chappelle and I think Benjamin did a guest spot mm. and it was like a big drop. Wow. He it. brought his piano on stage yes. for five full minutes. There was a piano and I think it was like 15 minutes uh-huh. of and I, I was shocked to see that that was his comedy and then off stage that yeah of his, course it, he's real heroic when nobody's shocking. in front of him but he's all, I don't he, like him because I met him once at like a party and he was and I was with his friends and he's just like look he's one of those fucking LA douchebags that just looks over your head the entire yeah. time to see who ugh. more important is walking ugh. in oh, so not to mention his just verbal diarrhea is that of you know it's yeah. it's not original it's racist horseshit and he's a fucking moron so suck my dick do you think he <laughs> yeah, fucking drag him to hell <laughs> I don't even know him Fuck does him. he have enough money now where he's and, and I know he's not working or doing but does he have enough what he was on a sitcom or whatever with I'm sure uh, he does I'm sure he does great but is that I don't know if he does great but is that enough money to be like fuck everybody fuck the industry he still has I'm people that say. subscribe to him you yeah. know he, he has his his people that I'm sure I'm gonna get tweets from to calling me a cuck fag or whatever the hell yeah. is their new verbiage so yeah yeah well that's my uh, that's my gas digital name colossal fag which is pretty <laughs> is sweet yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I wonder if he, yeah. I express empathy sometimes which uh, inherently makes me homosexual mm-hmm. uh real quick we do have to <laughs> do this announcement uh laughable.com uh it's the app you want to go to to find all your favorite podcasts and comedians uh now available on apple and android so hi ned ned, ned. what a serial killer that guy is no, <laughs> just I an unblinking it. maniac doesn't blink I lo- so kind though <laughs> i love ned i, I love, love him fa- i love his vest i love He's the fact that he just vest looking very smart <laughs> mm-hmm. think about what a psychopath sat there and hand tagged every single comedian that did every single podcast i mean that guy is capable of some dark shit mm-hmm. and he uses his <laughs> talents for good. i love ned and uh seller <laughs> vegas uh bobby will be there the last month uh, last week of may so go there if you're gonna be in vegas go by seller vegas so yeah. Rio. what a great room by the way yeah you, you were just there recently I, I was there uh last i think october or november but it was it's fantastic it's set up exactly like the village underground it's fucking great i highly recommend people go out there awesome yes wow. yeah and the Rio's fun too they have the um, Masquerade Village, which is a kind of a shell. What's the, that? The, but, um, the Rio is like if an Ed Hardy shirt became a building. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, it is I fucking succinct. loved Ed Hardy shirts. I bought three yeah. of them. That, there has never <laughs> been at least surprising things said on and, this show. And one was like with the sparkles and the oh, hat yeah. and the snakes. And I they were like $140. I bought some new blouses today. I was I was keeping them in the bag in case we run out of stuff to talk about. And then I the will be showing my blouses. <laughs> I might wear this one to Davernock Comedies. <laughs> do they still do they still make Ed Hardy shirts? My parents used to wear Ed Hardy yeah. so much. Your parents did? My parents constantly every day. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I love Aaron said, why? I, I was doing cocaine at the time and it all made sense to me. And it just really felt like and, and celebrities were wearing it, which was why it seemed super yeah. cool at the time. They, uh, I got us a feel good story. Uh, Canon that you love to, but I've oh, never good. been to Vegas before, by the way. I've still never been to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Never. People say I would either like it or hate it. 
You're sober, so I don't yeah. know. I would smoke cigars, I guess. Yeah. I, thought you, I thought you were going to say crack. It feels like the, the Las Vegas Strip too, is right? just like Times Square. You know, really? it's like why don't you just go to Times Square? Old Vegas is much better. Yeah. Old Vegas is cool as shit. Do you gamble? No, I I, yeah. I, I play penny slots. Yeah, I go to the Borgata here and I'll sit down, take like a hundred dollars, and pay penny slots, smoke a cigar, and drink an O'Duels. The first and time I went day. to Vegas, what an awful day! Yeah, it's a day. <laughs> the and first I time it. I went to Vegas, I did it the right way. I was like twenty-one. I went. My friend was there. I went with my girlfriend and she lived there. And so she knew she had friends who were like hosts and they would host all these guys and she would do table modeling. And so I stayed with her for a little while and I got to do it too. So where the guys will be like, Oh, do you want models to your table? Um, and then they, we would just hang out with these guys all night and then they would give us like a hundred bucks each. For and sex. Then, no, no, just no. to hang out. And then <laughs> no, if you wanted, jobs. if you wanted to go home with them, then you can like arrange it. Fourth anniversary. Of so you can arrange say, it. Um, can you please stop cutting me off? Yeah, want to hear this? Started an ad Katie nowhere. was a hooker for. Christ's I was a hooker. Sake. Well, this no, is a huge story. If you want to go home with a guy, I, wait, then you arrange go back, it yourself. Go back. Go back. So where was this? This is in Vegas. Okay, so you lived there for a bit. No, my girlfriend lived there, and then this is the one whose vagina, vagina I saw. I saw. Oh, of and then I would go stay with her, yeah. and so we would do the table modeling. But basically, so was there an agency or something? Or no, it was just her friend who he was a host, and like people would come, but host. he was a host, oh, like a promoter. There's another a promoter. four letter word for host. P-I-M-P. Uh, an outfit? We, we just dressed up. So you dressed, dressed nicely. Up. And they would say, they would get like people anything that they wanted. But they would say, would you like some girls to come to the table? Yeah. And so then we would just hang out at the table. We would just hang out and drink with them. And they'd be playing like craps or something. And you'd be like, yeah. Well, no, the, in, at like the table service in the club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And so then at the end of the night, we would get like a hundred bucks. And if you wanted to go home with a guy, then you would arrange it yourself. But my, I was always like so fucked up. I was blacking out a lot at this time. My <laughs> friend was like, she would never even drink. Thank God. Because I would just like go home. You know, I was like practically going home with somebody being like, I think he likes me. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's, he said he's going to call me from Florida. You know? So uh, luckily I never. you were trying to charge these guys or you were just like, No, oh, I, I just thought I was meeting them. somebody. I was, I was like, I think I found a boyfriend. <laughs> you were in the sex trade. Well, I never, I never ended up going home with some because my friend, she was always like the the tight lace one. She would reason. drag me home. Let's so. get home. I got a laser my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a it. schedule. Yeah. Come on, Katie. I'm growing in three hairs. <laughs> we got issues here. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. I, I had didn't a good know time. That about we had you. a great time. You you enjoyed it. This is when I would drink a lot, so I would get fucked up. My ass would be like hanging out of the back of my skirt. You know, <laughs> we would we would be like in the infinity. You like pool. fall over drunk. Oh yeah, yeah. Not not a good place to be. No, no, it was tough. It was a little scary for a while there. Yeah, but, but I got myself righted. Now I just have a couple cocktails. You That's know. it. That's it. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm not a man of moderation. Feel good story. You ready for it? You're going to love this. Yes. Armenian Genocide Remembrance March. Oh, Remember the Armenian good. Genocide? Yeah. You're Armenian. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Ray's Pizza is from in New York City. Armenia? It's Armenian pizza, yeah. We grew up with, uh, I had neighbors about four houses down. They were Armenian. We didn't know what Armenian meant. I think the girl's name was Lula. It's uh, a cute name. Yeah. yeah. And the other guy, I forget, but I was friendly with both of them. And the girl had very hairy arms. And we thought that that was an Armenian trait. So I'm not sure if all Armenians share that. But I had no idea about this genocide. Which oh, wow. Pales the Kardashians are Armenian. Yes. Yeah. So some people would claim that they would want. Uh, did you know there was a genocide in Armenia, Mike? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Turkish people. And uh, they're celebrating it today in L.A. 
They're celebrating it. <laughs> yeah. The the genocide? Yeah. Well, it's like a remembrance march. Are the Kardashians? I guess 1.5 million people died. Now, how many? Aren't they uh, Armenian? Well, 200,000 people yeah, yeah. of Armenian descent live in L.A., which is another reason why you would not want to move to L.A. And uh, at 1 p.m., the Armenian National Committee of American. All right. We get it. You're cops. We're trying to do a show here. <laughs> the fuck, Aaron, man? that's so against brand. I thought you supported the police. <laughs> I do. I'll make a donation. <laughs> To the Suffolk County. Uh, so I don't know. There, there was an Armenian genocide, and I thought we could get something funny out of it. Oh. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to say anything mean, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, could someone get Owen Benjamin on the phone? <laughs> the Armenian genocide. I'm doing a show tonight. Uh, at New York Comedy Club. And the name of the show, and I'm not just plugging this, but I want to bring it up as a topic, is called Your Hood's a Joke. And it's mm. a roast battle where people don't battle each other. They battle neighborhoods. So we, uh, it's Upper East Side versus Lower East Side. Mm. New fun. Jersey oh, versus Long Island. Which seems like uh, it's not my show. It's a, it's a show that uh, Danish Anwar did. He's a Toronto-based comic. <laughs> They've done it in Toronto, Bangkok, London, sells at the Comedy Store. So it seems like a surefire hit. So it's coming here to New York for the the first time tonight and it sells out everywhere and we have sold six tickets. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea. And he said to me, he goes, uh, he goes, why are the tickets not selling? And I said, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't produce ever. So I was like, I'll do this show. Cause they're in talks to get it a TV show. Personally, I think, roast battles have jumped the fucking shark. Yeah, yeah. I think it's mm -hmm. done. And yeah. I think in New York, I think people are like, why do we need to go see another roast battle? And right. I know like yeah. the stand had great ones, but they were kind of dwindling mm -hmm. towards the end. New York's are great, but it's not like, yeah. it's not rammed like it used to be. I don't no. think people right. go ape shit yeah, over these it's battles. It's fun to do every now and then, you know, it's fun to do uh, one every now and then, but it's like, you know, to be doing it constantly. I don't think yeah. people really like to do that. That's why I like judging because I never had to prepare and yeah. I could just take Tear down people yeah. that spent a lot of time on their. Yeah, jokes. yeah it's a lot of preparation <laughs> and for like one show. I like judging with you because you get super high yeah, and like halfway weird. through you be like, <laughs> I'm so high. He's like a kid. Yamanika and I take about 150 milligrams of THC every Whoa, single time. And at some point psycho. we lock eyes, recognize that we're both on a celestial plane <laughs> and then just kind of go from there. It's pretty fun. Yeah. That's a psycho. Cinderella story comedy show. Oh, this is another show I'm on tonight. Your I'm jawline looks that. great in that pic though. Yeah, kid. boy, I got to lose that extra 30 pounds I put on because the baby. I'm telling you, it's a it's a big difference. You're already blaming her. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you did this to your father. Um, so I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if the show is going to happen again. I mean, they wanted to do it like a monthly thing. But I'm like, if nobody's coming to the show, why do I have to be attached to this thing? And I'm also still reeling from my hockey team losing last night. The Leafs are out. I decided I'm not going to be a Leaf fan anymore, which right. is a hard thing wow. to say. And I got more hate on Twitter for that than anything political I've ever said. I'm like, I'm <laughs> done. Insane. If the Leafs lose, I'm no longer a fan. I will become a New York Islanders fan. So all these Islanders fans are like, go fuck yourself. We don't want you. You're a bandwagon <laughs> fan. Leafs fans are like, good. I've been a fan for 36 years mm. wow. and, and given tens of thousands of dollars. My dad was a season ticket holder, given hundreds of thousands of dollars to a franchise that's not willing to improve themselves. 
So I'm like, why should I keep doing that? I'm part of the problem with professional sports because the team's not going to get better. Yeah, I can go get great Islander seats and get an all-you-can-eat buffet for like 200 bucks a seat. Yeah. Why don't I do that? And I could take Chris Italia, my manager down there. He could just eat pizza and pretend to watch the game. <laughs> Sounds like you're going through a divorce. <laughs> it's really I mean, been it hard yeah, on me. It's really been hard on me. But I'm like, I'm also 46 going on 40. What do I need to fucking give a shit about a hockey team? Is your father anymore? still around? Yeah, but I talked to my dad today and I go, that's it. He goes, yeah, I'm going to sell all the tickets for no next kidding. year. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's not going to wow. get rid of the license like he has yeah. the license for those seats, but he's done with it. Because I thought that would be like that would almost be like being an orthodox something and then yeah. going away and then coming back and be like, I no longer believe. The reason <laughs> I'm a fan of that team is because my dad, when I was eight years old, came and pulled me out of school one day and he goes, we're going to the hockey game tonight. And I was so excited. And we went down to this restaurant and got, I got to have bacon and eggs for dinner, which you never get. And then we had apple pie and went to this hockey game and the team won. So I always had this place in my heart for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, you know, my dad was sick for a while. So I'd fly back and we'd go watch these games. And now I'm fucking I'm done. And that's it. And I'm fucking yeah. checking out. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can still like your dad without sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. You're Tell right. Me what that's Katie. like. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't like sports. I've never been able to get in. I like do not understand it at all. But I like um, cute animal posters. Yeah, you know? that's something. Calendars of baby animals. Mm -hmm. Now imagine if you could get those posters to play together to achieve a, con a, a together goal. <laughs> a together goal. <laughs> a together goal. I had another word, and then my brain skipped. And that was. That There's was also a thing with middle-aged men why we like sports is because it's like you're gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. We love sucking dicks in steam rooms. I do like adore. Like I, I like pouring over the male body. <laughs> I like a pouring over yeah, the I, I mean, you know, I was watching Dame Lillard last night and I was trying to figure out how to achieve that physique. Yeah. Rick Overton, who I saw years ago, who was a really good comic. He was on that Showtime show, I'm Dying Up Here. Mm -hmm. He played like the yeah. Carson Booker. He Which I think one, I'm in the minority. I genuinely like that show. I loved that show. Yeah, I really I thought it. it was way better than Crashing. And I love the period piece aspect of it. I thought yeah. it really captured I thought Andrew a Santino time. was a fantastic actor. I, everybody on that yeah, show was great. Was Eric Griffin great. was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, they shouldn't have canceled that show. But the, the point I was getting at was what? What was I talking about? Crash Rick Overton. He had this great age. line. I saw him headline Yuck Yucks years ago. And he's like, he goes, you know, I'll, I'll look at men's bodies all the time, but because I'm comparative, not gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just yeah. like this. I was like, yeah, that's why. Because mm -hmm. you see like a real Jack dude and you're like, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I tried to make a joke work that never would. It was more of a premise about how I'm not gay, but I would like to take men's bodies out for a spin. Yeah. Like, I would like to wear maybe somebody yeah. just to see what it's like to be that wanted. Yeah. Have you seen Rocky three? Yes. Yeah. You know, at the very end when they're about to do their sparring, the uh -huh. way they're talking to each other. Yeah. When you listen to that, it sounds like they're about to, to fuck. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Why? Yeah. Well, well, even the way they move around each other, it's very light on the feet. Ding. Ding. Yeah. yeah. A little limp wrist right beforehand, too. Yep. His, I mean, talk about body. Carl Weathers in that movie is like a yeah, symmet Carl symmetrical Weathers. perfection. He was, he was great in Arrested Development. Was he? He was the coach. Yeah, He's Carl the Weathers. Coach of, uh, By the way, the Henry coach. Winkler is brilliant on Barry right now. I keep I, hearing that I, I should watch started, that. I watched the first episode. I couldn't get into it. it but I do love Henry Winkler. Yeah. I love him. Wait, All right. So this is, uh, this is what we call a commercial. And they show these <laughs> on some things now on YouTube if you watch. That's a girl playing a guitar. It's nationwide it's an insurance company. That's how they get you. All right. Ready? Here it is. This is uh, a big deal. 
I know, but this is extremely crazy. Yeah, it's mental, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. You want me a favor? Yeah, I, I know, know, but uh, what'd you think of this? About three years ago. <laughs> I was very crazy, well. Look, Stallion. Look, when you run that last fight, you won by one second. You beat me by one second, one second. That's very hard for a man of my intelligence to handle. Oh, is it? But didn't you say after I beat you, you learned how to live with it? I lied. Oh, you lied. See, <laughs> oh, there you're going to fuck me. <laughs> They're all oiled up. Yeah. No TV, no newspapers, just you and me. Not no God. Uh, <laughs> you and me. When you say so, uh, I, I do all the work. Okay. I'll do all the work. You just lay there, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Is they're already a little sweaty too. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's Enrique Iglesias. He's he's fucking <laughs> misty. Everything. You gotta remember now. You fight great, but I'm a great fighter. Yeah, but this right. was back when like homo homoerotic was just considered like being a friend. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you come over and take off your shirt and I'll give you a back rub, All friends. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna still be buddies after this, right? Yeah. Did you do group jerks when you were yeah. coming up? Yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah. 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 Did you? Do women no, do that? No, oh, no. no. There's no, there's not well, a, a friend masturbation. We, we did like a fashion show once where we dressed a little sexy, but I think that was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But I think we were just like, go, girl, you could get a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you I look think, great in that. Yeah. I wonder if more people than just people in comedy have done those. I mean, they must because we jerked our dicks with other guys that didn't go into comedy. Yeah. But when you get into comedy, you hear a lot of guys tell that talk. story. Yeah. Like, hey, you jerked off in front of other guys, right? And you're like, oh, I thought that was only me. I was well, going to hang myself. And this yeah. is before iPads and iPhone so nobody had an individual source of media we were all kind of gathered around the television yeah. in a very communal masturbation yeah wow. yeah playboy magazines and stuff it, it, it was really weird yeah yeah <laughs> well, that's it was fun. really <laughs> uh, just keep punching Apollo uh, just keep punching it Apollo it'll loosen up ring the bell all right. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Time to fuck. That's yeah. why he really helps his son out in Rocky Six. Because <laughs> he thinks he's gay. Yeah. I bet that son went on to be gay. Is that his real son? It's, no. Not no. Rocky Six, the other one. Well, uh, when he fights Tommy Tommy Aids Gun Morrison. Oh, and five. Uh, no, no, you don't want it. Yeah, they get a strange. Rocky Balboa. They, I think his son probably is gay. They don't really say it, but it really kind of comes out. No, he has a kid with uh, with a wife, and that's where Rocky goes at the end of Creed 2. Oh, yeah, I still Spoiler think alert. Did, did you guys see Abducted in Plain Sight? Did yes. Did see that? It, yeah. it reminds me of the, the scene where the dad has the full confessional about how the guy just asked him to give Jerk him a him hand. Off. Job yeah. in the car, and and he was like, "Well, it's just boys being boys." And the guy was like, "Okay," but it yeah. also, you're like, "Well, was that was that the whole story?" You the think he blew story? him? I think maybe they had like a thing going on. So you're saying times. you don't believe all men? You think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe any men. Yeah. I don't believe any men. I ask women that now in the audience, and I go, "Do you believe all women?" And it's and shockingly, it's about seventy thirty. Women say no. Like I'll go. Do you believe seventy? All? Say no. Thirty. Say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty percent will be like yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think misogyny. believe all women. That slogan is not meant to be taken literally. Mm. I don't think it's meant to be taken literally. I think it's meant to be like we need to focus on believing women who ha, who say that they've been raped. Let's err on the side of belief for someone who says yeah. that they've been raped instead of erring on the side of them telling a story, which is what it's been time and time again. I can I can understand you that know? and empathize with that. But I don't think it means like, well, no woman has ever lied, but and then I'll the stand by is bad. that. Then the slogan is bad. Well, I can come it, up with if, it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be criticized for my slogan. But it's yeah. kind of like you know, it's. 
it's one of those things where I have friends that yeah. do the all white men are this or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we're friends and you know that that's not me. Then they're like, right. well, if you get offended by this, then you're clearly the white guy that falls into this. And it's like, no, no, your message is bad. It, you you wrote you cast too wide of a net. Yeah, you should right. have specified your your message is poorly communicated. Is can we fact check? Is it believe all women? Is that the slogan or is it believe women or is it yes, all women? I, I feel like believe, 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 believe all women. Believe yeah, all it's, women. Yes, all women. <laughs> it's yes, yes all, all women. <laughs> it's yes, all women. We this to message that, brought I, to you by Alana Glazer. Because I, <laughs> yes, I think I think I think the slogan was actually believe women there's believe that one too women. i think so too yeah believe women versus believe all women and see how many but that's true like, like stuff gets co-opted and manipulated for people to intentionally turn on it that right. happens all the time yeah right. there's like extremes yes. like yeah. the boston bomber example the other yeah, night was like women. wait a minute you're going from asking if criminals should vote yeah. to should the most violent criminal be able to yeah. vote and it's like the, the extreme examples uh, yeah. so yeah. We, we we did just find out it's believe women it's believe yeah. women believe but women. but yes all women so. but how, and so that could be for you know what that's about just all yes. women. Yes, all it's women. It's not believe all that's women. A that's sentence. a Jim Carrey it comes movie. up first. Yeah. <laughs> believe, women. believe women believe comes women, up first. Yeah. So I think it's it, that that whole like movement is more like let's take a moment to listen to a, someone's story who's cl- claiming quote unquote that they've been raped because it's very it's unlikely that a woman makes a false accusation of rape not to say that it's never happened right. but the probability of that is let's just err on the side of believing somebody believing their story. Yeah. And investigating it. Fully. Well, yeah. What's what is the harm in approaching stuff with empathy? Yeah. So what yeah. is the harm in yeah. being like, OK, you're a, you're a victim. Whatever's happening here, something happened. So let's kind of. Yeah, let's let's handle yeah, let's this just and thoroughly approach it investigate. with empathy instead yeah. of being like, well, you can't prove it. You know, yeah. fuck you, which is what, you know, people who are survivors have heard for years and years. And I think right. that's the frustration that we'll even know. look at, look at this woman that uh, just came out against Luke Walton. Have you heard about this? He's the ex L.A. Laker coach who's now. Just yeah, got we had the battery the on the show yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah, she accused him of battery. So oh. I pretended it was a battery that was being interviewed. A That's nine a volt, the N word of the battery. Oh, world. no. Yes. Right, uh, so ahead. he there. Uh, she the didn't come out. This world. happened years ago. She didn't report it to the police. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it is a it is a compelling story because everything that she says does line up with you know the things that you learn about victims right yeah. is that they're immediately frightened that their their uh, future is going to be put in jeopardy this is technically a powerful guy that has a high level position within a really well recognized organization so mm-hmm. the odds of being believed are stacked against her but that you know it, it, this is where I'm like, I'm confused as to what to do and, and how to how to uh, support is like if they don't do that, if they don't go to the cops and there is no case really besides just believing her in person and being warm and being empathetic. What what does she hope to accomplish out of that then? Like, yeah. should he lose his job forever? Well, what she's actually the suing him. Be? So she actually she is. there is legal yeah. stuff going on. It's and not just a story suing. on Twitter. Yeah. Statute of limitations is a very weird it law. Agreed. And it seems like, hmm, why do we have that? It doesn't benefit anyone except for the person who's being accused of wrongdoing. But I mean, I think it's believing true. somebody's story in the first place is it, it, some people just come forward with their story because they are, finally feel like they're able to. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I've had weird stuff happen to me with men in comedy and also in my life and it was never something that I told a lot of people right away because I grew up in an environment that was like people will not believe you people will not believe you especially if you're like someone who's not in a place of power and maybe that other person is right. I don't want to go into like a whole you know like story what, but no. like from my perspective as a woman it 
does feel like you have more to lose um, by telling than to Mm -hmm. gain, Um, you know, especially if it's something that like maybe you couldn't even seek legal action for it. Right. Right. But is there something then that that we that anybody just the general public should be doing to kind of coincide with just somebody, an accuser speaking out, do you know, or you I know think what I mean? I think just Victim, don't be a, don't be a dog shit person. Yeah. Like if somebody, if somebody says that something bad happened to them, approach it with empathy. But is being a dog shit person hiring Luke Walton then? Because, you know, there is no, there is no forensic evidence. There's uh, no like, legal, I refer to so, him you know as I mean? Dr. Luke. Thank you. He's a medical, <laughs> he's a medical doctor. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> medical doctor. Luke. that's the, that's the opposite guy. That was Dr. Luke from the Kesha thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I well, confuse, yeah, I confuse rapists. On that guy. Yeah. I confuse this rapists. TV well, yeah, show the Waltons, too, though. right? Yeah. So there was small town farm community. Mm. The Waltons. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is that what it was? No, no. I mean, I don't think that people should be able to retain their jobs if they abuse their power. I mean, I think that should be an HR matter. But sadly, it's not. I have a lot of jokes about being sexually harassed in the workplace. I've had women come up to me after shows. One of my jokes, I'm like, where's our victims? It's right. a little hacky, but it's fun. Purr, 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 you know? It's the woke version of an air horn. But I have women come up to me after shows and they say, you know, I was sexually harassed in my job and because of my position, we don't have an HR. That's for my position. You know, it just really sucks. And this is in like corporate America nothing to do with like the entertainment industry i think if somebody abuses their power they should be fired if you're not doing your job right you should be fired i totally but agree with that but I know if what it's you're saying, just like, an accusation if you oh, like yeah. and and i do i you know yeah. it's, it sounds reasonable what she's saying it sounds like a reasonable progression of stuff that certainly could happen to any woman i have no idea what type of person luke walton is i don't know what type of person she is just from how she explained the situation it sounded like a feasible reality however there is no legal anything there's no evidence it's still just an accusation so what do you do with his current employment or his future employment yeah i mean she uh, they are going forward with a A single lawsuit yeah Yeah. there are going to be things that come up in that so i'm just there has to be be due process you can't fire a guy based on allegations that has to end there has to be due process that happens now because when you look at the other case of the woman that falsely accused 15 men of rape and now she's facing imprisonment should that be a standard thing that if people come up with false accusations yeah, for sure. should they yeah, face yeah. jail I time mean, I think well, that's thing. Yeah, that is that does seem like it would be illegal. I don't know the law system. I just know jokes, really. But <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we need to start wrapping up. Yeah, let's yeah. wrap up. Oh my God. Yeah. I was oh. thinking we should go for a couple more hours. We we did a great job. I really feel like we filled in well. You guys were phenomenal today. Wow. Did you have a good time? I did. Uh, we did have an answer to Katie's question about uh, statute of limitations is something that is necessary. Men should use this at all times. <laughs> Anything longer than five years is absolute not a bullshit. Louis should walk. Also, please see Louis this weekend at the Columbus Funny Bone. Yeah, if you like Louis, yeah. <laughs> what, what B room is he going to be at this you, weekend? You do present a good point about yeah. statute of limitations, and uh, I, I've been very open about the fact that I once pimped a woman who was eighteen years of age, and uh, you know. She was 18. So statute this. I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> Let's cut that part. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah Aaron's had the bomb Dana this entire time. I haven't done it at all. I did a great job. Where are you going to be, Katie? Um, I'm going on a tour. I'm going on tour. It's starting today. You Hell can yeah. come to our kickoff show. It's at New York Comedy Club at 915. And then um, we are having a whole list. I guess if we can see there, I don't have the 
It's on my website on the blog, which is under the contact. I know it's a little complicated. What the fuck ever. We have a whole list. It's a tour about nothing. Me, Alex Pavone, Case Rosso, Kunal Aurora. We're getting in the car and we're so driving fun. for two weeks. So Why are you a to... bald old woman in this It's picture. a It's a Seinfeld reference. Oh. I'm George. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so we said the tour is about nothing. We're going to make it. In. You're getting in a car for you. We're, we're all getting in a car. We're all sharing hotel rooms. That's the most tan people hotels. that were ever in Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> but we have t- tomorrow. They're going to be at um, Lucy's Friday. We have Laugh It Up. Um, Saturday, Auburn. And then we're going to what next a great week, run. Mohegan Sun. Yeah. Yeah. We're, Every so we're day. excited. We are taking Monday and Tuesday off. We'll be back in the city then. So, so. you're going to come back. That's great. Yeah, we're excited. How much fun are you going to have? Are they paying for your hotel rooms in these places? Or um, you pay? We we are doing our own hotels, but it's coming out of the show budget. So we're we're good on that. You're going to have but, who, who's who's emceeing, who's closing. We're rotating. Everything's a rotation. Everything's a rotation. I'm going to be filming it all on my stories because I'm probably going to snap at one person at least. Yes. Yes. We've been planning this for a few months and some people have been getting on my nerves, a.k.a each one of these bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to single them out individually and uh, verbally uh, ravage them. Wonderful. Film it and send it to us. Yeah. Big tour. Katie Hannigan going to be on tour. Yeah. She's absolutely hilarious. One of the top seven to 12 female comics in the city. <laughs> Fuck you. Cannon, where are you going to be? Uh, if you're listening live, I'm going to be in uh, McGuire's in Bohemia, Long Island this weekend. Uh, three shows, one Friday, two Saturday. Get all my other dates at MikeCannonComedy.com. I'm at Uncle Vinny's like 14 times the, <laughs> through the remainder of the year. I'm in D.C. Uh, listen to my podcast, Irish Goodbye Podcast with Mike Feeney. We just had Anne Haishan again oh, for that. the second time. Yeah, Whoa. she's a delight. Ooh. She's just a new good friend of ours. <laughs> so <laughs> random. So yeah. weird. Uh, that's what booze and drugs does for you. It mm-hmm. really brings people together. Uh, yeah, so and uh, Instagram, at I am Mike Cannon. I'm putting up videos every single Wednesday. Thank you for everybody that watches and shares those. Appreciate it. Yes, Aaron, where are you? Good. Tonight, New York Comedy Club for, uh, there's only 136 tickets left, so if you haven't <laughs> If you haven't got one already, make sure that you're there for your hoods a joke tonight. Uh, In Hot Water is every morning, 9 a.m. on compoundmedia.com, Monday to Thursday. In Hot Water Live will be at Hilarities in Cleveland, May the 5th. May the 7th. Very exciting. I will be performing alongside uh, the Sarah Silverman of our time. Miss Stormy Daniels. So I'll be. Uh, oh, fun. Uh, yeah. With Stormy Daniels at Stand Up New York on May the 7th. And uh, we'll be doing Comedians of the Compound June 28th at Governor's in Levittown, Long Island. Uh, Ehrenberg Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. What a treat. Thank Let's, you so much for having awesome. us today. Let's see what Bobby has. Uh, Bobby, you can follow him at Robert Kelly Live on Instagram. Robert, Robert Kelly uh, for everything else. Uh, he'll be at Comics Week in Sun this weekend. Next week, he'll be at Levity Live at West Nyack with uh, me and Scopo, actually. Uh, the Tiger Room, doing a little run. Uh, Black Circle Brewing. And uh, in LA, he'll be at The Lodge. You can get all those tickets uh, through his website at robertkellylive.com. Um, he'll also be at the Cellar Vegas the last week of May, uh, 22nd through the 26th. Oh, second the last week of May. And uh, Laughing Skull in August. So check those dates out. Get those tickets at yes. robertkellylive.com. Also, his Patreon. Gabby, you want to go to that? 
Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. He has a new episode of Live from the Fat Black, which is a new interview series we're doing with nice. Liza Colbe from Liza Colbe Sound, a fucking badass musician um, from the East Village. So check that out. Um, subscribe. Come on. It's like a, a cup of coffee. Like, just fucking do it. There's cool content. He always puts up cool shit one on one. You get an episode of YKWD early. Um, follow us on Instagram, uh, YKW Dude Podcast, and on Twitter. And Mike, do you have any dates you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'll be like that at, y- at <laughs> West Nyack with uh, Bobby next week. Um, I'll be at Uncle Vinny's uh, the end of May. Um, the all the dates that aren't with Andrew Dice Clay. So <laughs> that week, Andrew's there Wednesday, and I'm there the rest of the weekend. Great. Nice. And social media? At Mike V. Suarez. Sweet. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Gabby as Brian. I have a monthly show first Wednesday of every month at the Way Station, Brooklyn. Uh, check it out. So uh, that's it. Aaron, how do you feel? I feel great. I feel like we did a great job. Yeah. I'd do this again. Yeah. I feel okay. like I did really well. These guys it. were amazing. No, they, awesome. Whenever I'd flatten out, they'd pick it up. You guys were there. That's great. He didn't say anything. That was he doesn't. Weird. That's no. his thing. That's it was amazing. Goes. Great show. You know what, Dad? Boom. You've been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty jobs. Check out riotcast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they are all free. And they are all free.